Welcome to Stories from the Midland, a collection of historic tales from Teller County and the surrounding areas. In today's episode, we're going to look at the history of General Palmer and the Glen Erie Castle. This episode was written and is being presented for you by Trevor Phipps. Among the many beautiful places in Colorado Springs, the Glen Erie Castle nestled near the Garden of the Gods has a story to tell. The property was purchased by the locally famous General William Jackson Palmer in the late 1800s and still stands to this day. General Palmer was born on a farm in Delaware in 1836 and grew up in Pennsylvania when he started working for the railroads at a young age. During the Civil War, Palmer, despite his family telling him not to, entered battle in the Civil War on the Union side. During the war, Palmer was promoted to the rank of Brigadier General, where he led hundreds of men to battle. Ever since his service, Palmer was always known as General Palmer. After the war, Palmer went back to working in the railroad business, when he was sent out west to complete a scouting mission to see where future rails would lie. As he was traveling into the high country of the Rocky Mountains by stagecoach, Palmer landed his eyes on Pikes Peak and instantly fell in love with the area. He vowed that one day he would return to the southern Colorado region and make it his home. His hopes came true a few years later when he returned to the Colorado Territory to aid in railroad development in the area. During his first several years in the Colorado area, Palmer played a role in purchasing lands that would later become the towns of Manitou Springs, Woodland Park, and Colorado Springs. Palmer became known as the founder of Colorado Springs when he bought the land the city currently sits on to create a better city than the well-known rowdy town of Colorado City. He envisioned his new town as a clean city without things like drinking, gambling, and prostitution. He wanted glorious structures and to model the city from the buildings he had seen in Europe, and he even went as far as labeling the new town Little London. Shortly after founding what would become Colorado Springs, Palmer had a role in developing much of southern Colorado. Palmer developed the Denver and Rio Grande Railroad that he envisioned one day would stretch from Denver south to El Paso and then to Mexico City. Palmer also built the original Antlers Hotel in downtown Colorado Springs in 1883 and is the one who started the Colorado Springs Gazette newspaper that is still in operation to this day. While he was working for the railroad company, he took a business trip where he met Mary Lincoln Mellon and instantly fell head over heels in love. He married Mellon and the two went on to have three daughters. Palmer had always tried to provide as best as he could for his family, and once he was in Colorado, he envisioned building a castle for them to make their home. He purchased the Glen Erie property and immediately broke ground on building a home fit for his queen, Mary Mellon. After going above and beyond building an exquisite home that had over 20 rooms, Mellon quickly developed the nickname Queen Palmer, and she is credited for opening the first public school in Colorado Springs. Shortly after the huge home was built, tragedy struck the Palmer family as the beloved queen suffered from a heart attack. After the sudden health problem, the queen's doctor instructed her that she needed to go back to living at sea level. Queen Palmer then took all three of her daughters and relocated to the east coast at first and then eventually to Europe. When his family was away, Palmer tried to visit them as often as he could. But then, while he was traveling to see her, Queen Palmer passed away in 1894 at 44 years old. Once Palmer arrived at England where his family was living, he took the remains of his wife along with his three daughters back to Colorado Springs. Once the family returned to their Glen Erie home, they decided to tear down the original 22-room house and build a bigger and better castle in the name of their mother and wife, Queen Palmer. 
The new castle had the same floor plan as the original, but areas were added and extensive detail was put into the home's interior and exterior decor. The general was also known for adding special amenities inside his home that most other structures did not have at that time. On the outside, Palmer built a unique weather station that enabled him to track weather patterns and record temperatures and wind speeds. For plumbing in the castle, he ran pipes that gravity-fed water down Queens Canyon from a reservoir over eight miles away. Palmer was also deeply concerned about the issue of structure fires, so he designed the castle with an advanced fire suppression system. He had a fire hose on every floor that was located near the many fireplaces in the home in case a fire broke out. He also designed the castle with large metal doors that could close the home off in sections if a fire did take place. Palmer also had one of the first houses in the area that had electricity from an outdoor generator he built. The castle had one of the first sophisticated telephone systems inside the house so that people could communicate with each other while in different rooms. The house also had a central vacuum system that was way ahead of its time. The property also had a creamery to pasteurize milk because Palmer's youngest daughter was diagnosed with tuberculosis at a young age and drinking non-pasteurized milk was believed to be a cause of the disease. During Palmer's days, he was involved in railroad construction, which threw him in the middle of some violence associated with being the first company to lay tracks in a certain area. Knowing that he and his family could be a target, Palmer built a schoolhouse on his property, fearing that if he sent his children to public schools that they would get kidnapped. In 1906, tragedy struck the Palmer family once again when the general suffered from a horse riding accident. The fall left Palmer paralyzed from the ribs down, forcing him to bring in a doctor to care for him the last few years of his life. On March 13, 1909, Palmer died at the age of 72. He and his late wife's remains were buried in the Evergreen Cemetery in Colorado Springs. After Palmer died, his daughters wanted to donate the castle and the property to the city of Colorado Springs. However, the city decided that they did not have the sufficient funds to properly maintain the property, so the Palmer family was forced to sell it. The property was then bought and sold by several different people and partnerships, but little was added to it. In 1938, the last owner of the property died and had no descendants, forcing the property to sit empty for over a decade. In 1953, the property was pursued by an international Christian organization called the Navigators. The Navigators saw the $340,000 price tag on the castle and decided to find a way to come up with the money to purchase the property. After reaching out to its members, the organization was able to raise $120,000 in a matter of six weeks to put a down payment on the property. Once it was purchased, the group had found that there were many renovations needed. While the castle sat idle for 15 years, people broke into it and stole most of the original furniture items. The building was also vandalized and dilapidated in areas, requiring the navigators to conduct extensive remodeling operations. For the first several years after purchasing Glenary, the property was only open to Navigator's members. Now, the property is still controlled by the Christian organization, but it is open to the public for tours, teas, and other events. The property is also the home to a bookstore and lodging. The castle now operates as a bed and breakfast where anyone can go and spend the night. The great hall room in the castle is rented out for conferences, weddings, and other group events. In 2012, the property was threatened by the Waldo Canyon fire as its flames danced across the upper walls of Queens Canyon located near the castle. 
The fire caused the closure of a famous trail leaning up the canyon as well as created flooding issues on the property. Since then, the navigators have had to widen the once small creek running through the property and next to the castle to accommodate the excessive waters running downhill from the Waldo Fire's burn patch. Thank you for listening. This is Tommy Allen, and on behalf of Trevor Phipps, have a great day. And should you find yourself looking for that perfect gift for your spouse, a castle might just do it for them. We look forward to having you join us next time for more Stories from the Midland. To properly maintain the... To properly maintain the property... Here, let me do that again. <laughs> to properly paint, maintain the property so the... Pump... <laughs> I'm trying to get me. That's a tongue twister. <laughs> <laughs>